Hey y'all. Hey cousins. Hey friends. Hey. Y'all know how we do it in New Orleans. <laughs> what y'all doing on this good old Friday? I am chilling. I told y'all I was gonna be back with episode number two. Y'all need to check out episode number one. If you have not checked out episode number one, please share my podcast, y'all. I'm trying to do something different. I'm trying to, you know, just be the voice for some of the people, you know. But what y'all doing? I'm about to give me something to drink. I'm about to give me some good old Hennessy. I'm about to chill. Can't go nowhere. So, you know, I'm inside doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? So, um, when I come back, I'm going to come back with some Friday entertainment. Then after that, I'm going to do my talk my shit. Y'all know how I do. I just talk my shit. And then I'm going to do my story time. Oh, y'all got to listen to my story time. I told y'all I had a party line story. So, y'all do not want to miss this story okay so i'll be back in a minute peep out this little snippet and we'll get right into the entertainment all right y'all i'm back and i'm here with a question um for this episode and the question is how does social media affect your everyday life and I don't I mean you just ask yourself that and I I was sitting back and I was thinking hmm how does social media affect my everyday life and I was thinking Back then, when MySpace was out and the beginning stages of Facebook and everything, and I really, I was into it, but I really wasn't into it, because it was what it was back then, and on MySpace, you was kind of able to express yourself without really saying much, like, you could post the type of music you like, you could post your pictures, you could post your mood, and you really didn't have to say or do much, you know, back then, but then when Facebook came back around, it was kind of like, you know, it went from that the being for college students and then it became more personal as far as like people to connect with family, friends they haven't seen in a while. And then it just started becoming ways to connect with people. I had my stench on Twitter. I like Twitter. Freedom of speech. Free to be who you want. Free to say whatever you want. And you didn't even have to be judged on it. It was what it was. Because you could tweet back to back. You don't have to worry about people looking at you like, oh my God, oh my God, she tweets too much. She talked too much. Uh, nah, nah. And I like Twitter. But the people that I started, was following on Twitter started to fall off because we had been on there for so long, almost, almost 10 years, you know, from the time Twitter came out from like 09 till now, you know. So, a lot of those people decided to, you know, get off of Twitter. They decided to grow up and they wanted to get on Facebook. So, I took, after a while, you know, I was on, I was on Twitter a lot. Um, I really didn't start getting into Facebook drama until I was in a relationship with um, my ex, Drew. And... When you post him, when you start posting people, and you get in a relationship, and these people, it's like a domino effect. 
everybody just kept coming in my inbox. Oh, I messed with him. He mine. And that's when my Facebook rant started. Because I felt the need to always have to explain myself to these females. After that, me and him done, I was chilling for a while. I wasn't dating nobody. Then I got in a relationship with someone who didn't do social media. So that was a good thing. So I didn't have to worry about that. So I could post in peace. I could get on Twitter. I was on Twitter real hard at that time. So I was able to to express myself a little bit more. Um, After him, I started getting back on Facebook when I started dating somebody else. Which happened to be the person that was in my last story time. Not the guy that I was in a relationship with and broke up with the guy that I started talking to. He had baby mama drama, which I like his baby mama. Me and her was cool after. Me and her had no drama. Me and her was really cool. She allowed me to be around her children. We was cool. It was him and his drama and his cheating and me fussing with the girl he was cheating with. Okay, that's... It was... That's when that rant started. So, I got off of Facebook again, and I went back on Twitter. I was comfortable on Twitter. I was comfortable on Instagram. I was comfortable on Snapchat. I'm like, cool, I can do this. And, you know, I get into my current situation with a guy named Marcus. Not going to say where Marcus from. My friends know who Marcus is. That's supposed to be my husband, but we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Anyway, Marcus didn't do social media. And that was good. He did it, but me it never affected me and him. What happened between me and him is an ongoing thing, is an off and on thing. And it so social media didn't affect our relationship. Just to say that. But when I started dealing with my son's father, is what got me back into Facebook world exposing myself and I didn't want to have to do that because I was so calm for after a while I say I would never do that again but after a while all these different people kept inboxing me everybody kept coming to me everybody kept want to send me stuff everybody wanted to tell me stories about him and that really affected me emotionally because this guy I, I felt I mean like we had a we have a child together I love this guy. He made promises. And then now you telling me that you deal with him and you deal with him and you deal with him. And, de- and all of this stems from social media. If I wasn't on social media and, de- and then he's on social media, very heavy. So people know him. A lot of people know him. People that I didn't know knew him knows him. You know, and then some of them just don't, they don't know him personally. They know him in public. I mean, they don't, they just know him from Facebook. But it's crazy because he's that open with people that people feel like they know them, know him. And he's the type of person to, he's very friendly. He talked to people. He's, he's a very friendly person. He stand off sometimes, but he, he would not, he would get your shirt off his back if he wanted to. But he's a different person around different people. Different people satisfy his certain needs. Okay, but we're not going to get into him. I just wanted to open that up to why I feel like social media has affected my everyday life. 
And going through what me and him was going through played out on social media. And I didn't like that. It was very ugly. And it made me an ugly person. It made me have to fight and battle more than I wanted to. It made me become depressed. It made me push away from the outside. It made me push away from my friends. I didn't want to do that. And then me being with a newborn made it worse because it played into my postpartum depression. So, I felt like not all social medias, because I feel like all the other ones are more of entertainment and showing yourself. But Facebook itself is very personal. And that personal aspect, they had my family watching me. They had my friends watching me. They had my friends unfollowing me. They had my family members unfollowing me. They had my family members talking about me. They had people in the street talking about me. People don't even know me. Making me look like the bad person. And I felt like I always had to explain myself for people to understand where I was coming from. Now, mind you, I'm over 30. I don't owe anybody any explanation but myself, my child, and God. And it hurt me to go through that stage in my life. Now, I'm, I've been doing better lately because I have come to the point to accept that the person who I felt brought me to that point, point, we have a better relationship. We have a better understanding. What I felt then, I don't feel anymore. But I felt like it took for Facebook to slap me in my face and for people to really like, Kelly, are you doing that? Are you serious? And my family looking at me like, are you serious? It was embarrassing. I had to like, Facebook, me looking at Facebook and looking at my Facebook memories is like me staring myself at them in the mirror and like, you really did it. So it did play into my depression and in my anxiety. And it, and it goes from me chilling and not really digging into all that drama like I used to. I made amends with people who I've gotten into it with. It ain't like gong ho hippie high yay, but it's like I can now put that to rest. The next part of the what social media affected my personal life is this coronavirus. When my grandmother died. We didn't, I really didn't want to post it, but I kept seeing it every day somebody was posting rest in peace. So now that I've been affected with the coronavirus and I'm in these four walls and I'm seeing people just posting, oh my God, I lost my uncle. I'm sorry. It's just, oh my God, y'all don't understand how they played in my anxiety. Y'all didn't know I thought I was going to die. I had to log off on times, but I wanted to pull away, but I couldn't. And I, it just kept messing with my mental state. And I'm like, Kelly, you have to pull yourself back together because you will lose yourself in this social media world if you keep letting it get to you. Get off of it. You know, and I feel like social media messes with your, your everyday life because it affects the people around you. It made me an ugly person. It made the people around me start being ugly towards me. It had me falling out with people that I love. It had me um, 
looking like a, a monster and I am not a monster and people that genuinely know me personally that's been around me a long time that knows me know that I am not that type of person I am genuine when it comes to my friends I'm genuine because it comes to my family I love hard and I hate to be played with for somebody who has been through a lot and some and a person that has actually been raised by strong women I've chose to go through I want what I wanted to go through. But at the end of the day, I still have a genuine heart. And me trying to explain myself and get back and get revenge and stuff made me look like a monster. So at some point in time in life, I'm go- I have to let it go. Because for the older I get, I need to keep my sanity. I need to be there for my son. I need to be healthy for myself because I feel like the more I play into social media, the more I sit around, the more I don't get stuff done, the more I'm not going to be able, I'm going to lose touch with, re- with reality because I feel like Facebook is not always reality. It's always somebody trying to show you something that they are not or try to make themselves bigger than what they are or they try to ele- like they're trying to elevate themselves and they're really not there, but they want you to think they're there. I don't want that energy. And some people are very positive on on Facebook, but it feels like Facebook filters out the positive with the negative. You know, so let me know how social media affects you. It don't even have to be Facebook. But the only reason why I use Facebook as an example, because Facebook has played a big part in my trust in a lot of people. So we're going to get to the next segment after this little snippet. Y'all don't go nowhere. Stay tuned in, okay? Y'all know what time it is. It's time for me to talk my shit. So you going to talk your shit, Kelly? Yes, I am. And the first thing I'm going to talk about today is mad day hoes. Why do y'all get mad and expose y'all friends? Let me tell you something. I'm not going to say me and my friends ain't never got into it. I'm not going to say that because I'll be lying. But what keeps me and my friends loyal to each other is that when mad day come we don't expose each other's business that's only fake whole shit like fake bitches do shit like that like okay somebody you've been friends with for a long long time like they feel some type of way about you or something you did or whatever I'm not gonna get on Facebook or any social media, or to anybody else, like, in person, and just bash my friend. I'm not going to be like, this bitch, this, and that bitch got this, and she did it. That's not nobody's business, because at the end of the day, whatever we fell out for may be minor, and it's not enough for me to cause a major problem. Now, if you are a major problem, I'm still not going to air your business. I'm just going to stop dealing with you. Like, I would, I can't deal with nobody that get mad and then broadcast 
everybody business like like if you're my friend now if it's somebody you don't really rock with but you know from a while around the way or y'all done bump heads y'all know each other but y'all don't rock like that now i can see you probably you know saying a little one two about somebody but my actual friends or family or whoever best friends or whatever you will never hear me down talking or try to play my friends i would never get on that because I feel like I share a lot of myself with my friends. And if they ever get mad at me and they put my business out on the street, like, ain't no coming back from that. Like, me and you really not rocking. Like, you dead to me. Like, I can't deal. I can't do that. So, my suggestion is if you over a certain age, if somebody trying to play, y'all outgrow each other, just go your separate ways. You ain't got to blast nobody's business. You ain't got to blast it now. If it's some bitch you don't care for and y'all never rock like that, okay, yeah, get a whole little one too or whatever. But don't do it to your friends. Ever. Okay, and the next thing I want to talk about is these dudes and their infidelity. Like, there's no way... That you can be one male and juggling about five, six females. I don't I don't understand how y'all do it. Because I be tired talking to one. So I already knew juggling five or six is a hard job. Like, I'm trying to figure out what is it that you're getting out of it. Like, is it that each person offer you something different? Like, I, fellas, help me out. I want to know. And then it's like in the beginning, y'all be like, oh, I want this and I want that. And I want a girl like this. And I'm looking for this and looking for that. And then when you get in a situation, it's a thousand excuses why you can't provide this or why this person not enough. Like, come on. At what point in your life do you say, I want to settle down? At what point in your life you say, this is enough for me. I did enough plan. I'm tired as hell. I want to know what, when do you get to that point? Cause I, it's like, it's just, it's just too much for me. Like I, I can't, I can't deal with it. You know what? But y'all to each his own. Y'all do what y'all want. You know, I, I don't care. I just don't want to be in that number. If you're going to be a male and you're going to pursue me, I want to be the only one you pursue. I don't want to be. This one, that one, this one, that one, this one. Because I don't have the energy. Because not only am I going to be dealing with you, I'm going to be dealing with all your outside stuff, and I don't have time for it. And that brings me to these females that put these men before the children. Let me tell you something. Stop putting the men before these children, especially if he's not your husband. If he's not your husband, do not give him that energy to, to rule your life. Especially if he's not trying to put a ring on it. And too many women are losing themselves in these men and they not take care of their children. I would never leave my son on somebody else just because I want to chase behind a man. You're going to chase behind me. It's a new, this a new time, new day. I'm not dealing with all that stuff. And that goes to the debate I seen on Facebook the other day when it was like, who comes first, your children or your man? No man coming before my children. If he if he's just my boyfriend, 
He's not coming before my children, but what y'all need to understand, I understand times are different, but a man that is your husband is the head of the household. He is always going to come first because he is the one that is supposed to submit under God. And the wife only supposed to submit under her husband if he is submitting under, submitting under God. You don't you don't submit to no man that's out here beating on you or some man playing on you or some man that you have to work and he don't. That's not the type of man that you submit to. You submit to a man that take care of his family. The umbrella go like this. The umbrella is God, your husband, the wife, the children. And it's the debate. Oh, no man eating before my child. No man eating before my child. But what you fail to understand is the best way to do that is fix everybody plate at the same time. Because at the end of the day, you raise your children to go and be their own adult and start their own family to start their own umbrella. Y'all get wrapped into these men for different reasons. Always look at the characteristics of a man. And if he show you something, believe it. If he show you in the beginning, believe it. Don't wait till it's too late. Don't wait till it's too late. Because some of these men you don't know. Even women. I'm not, I'm not just going to brag on the men. I'm not going to brag on the men because the women do it too. They have women like that. They have women that get with these men. And they, if these men have children, these women are jealous, hearted, and don't like these children. They will do harm to these children. Or they will make it very bad for this man to be a father. But with women, y'all need to, y'all really need to pay attention to these men in your house around your children. Because these men are perverts. Most of them are perverts. Not all of them. Let me take that back. Most of them. And you can really tell if somebody you just met paying more attention to your children before than you watch that man. Watch that man because he don't want you. He wants your child. That's why I feel when children come first, when he is a man, if he's courting you and do not stop moving these men in your house with your children. If you don't know their full background, just because he seemed like he's a genuine guy. If you have a, a, a daughter walk around like she want, you know, you know how babies are. They walk around with their shirt, their papas. You have to be very careful because some of these men are looking at your children. They don't want you. That's how they get you wrapped up in gullible and all kind of stuff because they want to get to your child. Leave, leave that alone. I will be single for the rest of my life and raise my son until he's an adult. Then I will start dating again. I don't care how old I could be, 65. But please watch your children and remember submitting to a man that's your husband and submitting to a man that's just a man that's in your life and not trying to commit are two different things. So if somebody gets into an argument about who who eat first in your household, man, look, tell them God first, my husband second, me, then my children. That's how the um, umbrella go. No, we, that's not saying naked children started that, but that's when your women be too wrapped up into your children. You're supposed to raise them to be what they are, and then once they get of age, you're supposed to let them go, let them fly out the nest, and do what they're supposed to do as adults. Because children leave, and you still have to be a wife to your husband. So make sure you know how to balance being a mother and how to be a wife. 
I ain't no wife, so I can't really tell you how to be a wife, but I know what I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be stupid for no man. I know that. You don't bring no meat to this table, you're not eating. I'm saying you don't bring no money to no table here, you're not eating. I'm telling you, I'm not washing no clothes. I'm not doing none of it. Now, if we're in the same house together and we still dating, or not really dating, but we in a, a serious relationship and we haven't talked marriage yet, we're going to equally do everything together. But until you put a ring on my finger, that's it. Playboy. Playboy, don't, don't, look, don't look for too much out of me. But y'all, I'm going to cut this short because it's getting too long or whatever. But tell me what y'all want to talk shit about. Tell me what y'all want me to talk shit about because y'all know I'm very dramatic. <laughs> so let me know what y'all want to talk shit about. And I'm going to bring somebody on here. And we're we going to talk the shit together. You hear me? Not today. Next week. We're going to do the, we're gonna do the talk the shit or whatever. So just stay tuned after this little snippet. And we're going to be back with the question that I asked on Facebook about what y'all going to do once this quarantine is over. I want to know what y'all going to do because I feel like some of y'all are ready to bust loose. Y'all look like some of y'all ready to get y'all hair done, y'all nails done. Y'all look like cavemen by the head, by the dudes with these beards. Y'all need help. <laughs> Stay tuned. Do not go anywhere. back and this is my favorite segment on the whole podcast and it is story time because it is raw and it is uncut and it is the truth and the whole truth and nothing but the truth and I'm going to tell a story how I tell it so if you don't like my accent if you don't like the way I'm telling it then you can go ahead on and fast forward this part but baby this is the part where it is a hundred percent raw you know but anyway We all had our experiences on the party line. Don't act like y'all ain't never been on there. Don't act like y'all ain't never put on y'all cute voices. Hey, my name is... I'm from... I look like... And I'm looking for somebody. Bump one. Chat. They want to connect with you. Y'all know how they go. We're not about to get into it, but we y'all know how they go. So let me tell you about a time. And this is like in my early party line days. This was like... Before Katrina party line, because you know after Katrina it was like on and popping. <clears throat> but before Katrina, that's when I first really kind of started getting on there or whatever. But okay, let's get into the story. I was on there one day and I met this boy. We are gonna call him D. D lived in the east off of Crowder, and um at the time I was going to Delgado, so me and him were running for a little while. We Ran it for maybe like a week or two. And, you know, like, when you going to come see me? I was like, okay, when I get out of school, I'm going to come see you, you know. So that first time I went and seen him, he was a cute little dog-skinned little, little boy. He was young. I was like 19. He probably was like 17. Yeah, about 18. I was 18 or 19. He probably was 17. But he was so cute. He was brown-skinned. He just had that little handsome smile. But I'm like, okay, this the... Not every time I get on the party line to meet somebody, they're not all that cute. But he just so happened to be cute. And I was like, okay, I'm cool with this. I didn't really have no, um, I don't think picture phones and stuff was out at the time. That's how long ago it was. So, I don't know. It probably was. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. Um, but anyway, back to the story. 
So, one night, me and him was on the phone, and his uncle, you want to call him uncle, was in the background, like, what's up, niece? You know, you got somebody I could talk to. You know, you got a little friend I could holler at or whatever. I said, yeah, I got somebody for you. Let me call my cousin. I'm not going to call cousin name. I'm going to just call her cousin through the whole story. So, we got D. We got me. We got uncle. We got cousin. So I called cousin on three. I'm like, hey, cousin, what's up? I said, I got somebody on the line. You know, I got my boo on the line. His uncle on holler at you. So she was like, all right. So they going back and forth, asking each other little questions and stuff. And I'm in a mix. So um, D was like, man, give me my phone, you know. So uncle was like, say, cousin, can I, you know, get your number so I could call it, run and shoot some shit with you. So she was like, yeah, you could do that. <clears throat> so time went on, like maybe days and weeks then went on. And cousin and uncle getting to know each other, and uncle telling us, you know, telling about some. Sometimes we'll all be, all three of us will be on three week, and um, uncle like, yeah, you know, I'm from the Cali, you. I be thugging, and you know, I still do my thing in the street. He got X Y Z children. I think he had, I know he had a son and a daughter. I think, but the son, I think the son lived there with them, so I know for sure he had a son. So he was like, yeah, I'm out there Cali, yo. I still be back there thugging and all that. He said, um, he was like, Kelly, you know, I really like cousin. You know, I you know, I won't do things with cousin. I won't go out. I won't go walk in a park. I won't have uh, picnics and stuff. That's the type of nigga. And that, that's what I won't do with her, you know. I was like, okay, you sound like you're going to be, you know, a good person. He was like, man, when y'all coming, you know, come down here to see us. I say, well, you know, I didn't been there already. I ain't never seen you. He said, yeah, because every time you come, you know, I be, you know, I be in the streets. I be running down the street. You know, so I'm like, okay, cool. So I say, well, this time me and my cousin gonna come. So he's like, all right, y'all come. So we waited late that night to come one time. So we went down there to the east. We got there. We like, well, where uncle at? He, he um, D was like, um. Uncle going, he running the street, you know, he doing his thing. He out here hustling. He said he going to be back. So we stayed out there maybe an hour, two hours. It started getting late. So it was like, he ain't coming. Just telling, you know, whatever. So later on that night, he ended up calling cousin. Like, I heard you came out here. You know, I'm sorry. You know, I was running around doing my thing. She was like, okay, cool. I'll just catch you another time. So time went on. They still running and still running and making the plans. And by this time, you know, I feel like at this point we all, you know, we dating, everybody dating. So, um, stuff just wasn't really like adding up. Cause I go by D when I come from school, but I never see uncle. I don't never hear uncle, never see uncle. So I'm like, maybe he just really out here like that. He's still out here playing in the streets and nobody got time for that. So, um, it was one incident, um, D called me, and he was like, what you doing? I was like, nothing. He was like, man, bro, I got something to tell you. I was like, what? He was like, man, call your cousin on three-way, because I feel like I owe her to tell her. It, it went something like that. It may not be exactly like that, but it went something like that. So I said, okay, call my cousin on three-way. I said, cousin D got something to tell you. And she was like, what? What happened? Like, what's going on? Um, So we guessing, like, what's wrong with him? Like, he went to jail. He was like, no. We was like, he not in jail? Because we don't never see him. He was like, no. He said, man, I'm about to go outside right quick. I'm about to tell y'all what's going on. So he go outside. <laughs> and he said, y'all won't know why y'all don't never see uncle? And we was like, why? What's going on? He was like, man, 
this nigga be playing on that party line, and I'm so tired of him playing on the party line because I'm so tired of lying for him. And we like, what's wrong? What's going on? He was like, man, why this nigga ain't got no legs? And we say, what? He ain't got no legs. He was like, yeah, man. He was like, a long time ago, he had got shot up. He's like, he really did used to run in the Cali, but he he got shot up and he lost his his legs had to get amputated and he lost mobility in his arms. So I'm like, all this time she was like, what? Like for real? And he was like, um. He was like, if he call you tonight, don't say nothing. Don't tell him I told you. Just play it off. He was like, I'm, what I want y'all to do, he said, I want y'all to come over here. And when y'all come over here, I'm going to let y'all see him. We're not going to tell him who you are because uncle didn't know what we look like. Because every time we come over there, we'll be outside because, they, you know, at the time, you know, we young. So he living with his grandma and the whole family, just the whole family was living in the house. So we never really went in there. So uncle never got a chance to physically see us. So... <laughs> So the next day when we came from school, we planned on going over there. So we ended up going over there. And he was like, um, my grandma about to bring uncle to the doctor. So y'all going to get a chance to see him come out in his wheelchair with his no legs. So I think the night before my cousin had talked to him, but she had kind of played it off. And he's still running and talking about some bill. You go come get me. We going to go to the park. We going to, um... Go out on a date when you want to go to the movies. Let's go to the movies. I'm going to take you and treat you to the movies. So we like, in our head, like, we really want to go off. And she's like, Kelly, this dude really playing with me. <laughs> I cannot deal, bro. I'm like, all my party line days, we ain't never ran into no foolishness like this. So the next day we went out there, we waiting. He was like, they about to come out. So the mama come out pushing uncle in a, the wheelchair and uncle really don't have no legs y'all he really don't have no legs so <laughs> it's not funny the only reason why it was funny because uncle really was on the phone stunting like he was that nigga like he was a hot piece and when I tell y'all he sounded so good on the phone he sounded like he was a train on the phone like oh my god I'm like oh cousin I think he sound good girl I think y'all go I think y'all go hit it all he really sound good and uh like he look good girl <laughs> uncle talking about he want to take walks in the park but how how uncle how you going to take walks in the park but anyway I'm get, I'm getting too to ahead of myself but we saw uncle and we kind of like not trying to laugh but we was like, he down bad. So, when they came back, I think we had left when we drove around. But we came back that, we were still out there that night. So, <clears throat> uncle was in a house with the, you know, uncle was in a house playing on a party line. And, um, the sister came outside. And sister said, I heard that uncle had kept, you know, not really catfish because that word went out. You know, lie and say he looked like such and such and who he was. She said, he always do that, girl. She said, but what we going to do? I'm a, Me and you go go inside talking to, talk to my cousin. Me and you going to go inside. I'm going to tell uncle that you, you know, my friend, and you going to do my hair. And, you know, I'm going to show him the hair and see if he like it. So you can see for yourself what he looked like, you know, outside of whatever. So her and sister went inside. <laughs> And she said, and she said, so she got in there, she just looked straight at he his bed in the living room. So she she said, 
the girl sister say, Uncle, you like this hair? This is my friend. She gonna be the one who do my hair. And he was like, Yeah, I like that or whatever. But then um she was he was like, Hey, how you doing? She was like, Hey, never really caught on to he never really caught on to her voice or nothing. So they left out. And she came out and she was shaking her head like, You so down bad for hooking me up with that dude. I said, I did not hook y'all up. I just called. I made the call. Y'all did it from there. That's all I did. I just made a call. I didn't know he ain't had no legs either. I'm sorry. I didn't know he ain't had no legs. But she said, girl, he in the hospital bed. He don't have no legs. He got a headset on his ear. He on a party line playing with them girls. He in the chat room making buku noise. And on a receiver, he got like a toothpaste cap. So he could slap it to hit the line. To hang the phone up and to answer the phone because he can't really use his hands because he don't have no mobility in his arms. Girl, I, I say, oh, no. <laughs> and I told D, I said, now, D, why you allow me to hook my cousin up with that boy knowing he ain't had no leave? And he was like, I'm so sorry. He said, man, my uncle being here on that stuff. And I, he said, I just get so tired of lying for him. I said, now, why? what made you... Tell on him this time. He said, man, that nigga been getting on my nerves. He be making me do this. He be making me do that. And I just got tired. He said, man, your cousin good people. He said, man, I don't think she deserve to be lied to like that. So, man, to this, well, he knew. He found out that that was my cousin because when we got home, D told him, he said, man, you know who that was? And he was like, who? He was like, man, that's old girl who you been on the phone with. And he was like, no, man, no. So he been calling, cousin, calling, cousin, blowing up phone, blowing up. So she finally answered with D. He was like, she's like, what you want? And he was like, man, why you ain't say nothing when you came in the house and tell me that was you? She was like, because I, I, what you wanted me to do? She said, what you wanted me to do? I was shocked. What you wanted me to do? You're on the phone with me every night. You talk about you won't do this. You won't do that. You talk about you won't go walk. You're going to come pick me up in a car. You're going to come drive around. We're going to go walk in a park. How? How we going to do all that? You ain't got no motherfucking leg. <laughs> I don't want to laugh because it ain't funny because the man got shot up. The man could have been dead. But I'm telling you, y'all, he was really on this party line. Like, he was a hot piece, and I believed it, too. So, till this day. Every time we tell this story, she tell people that I hooked them up. No, I didn't hook them up. I just made the phone call. That was it. Y'all took that to the next level. Not me. But I'm telling you, y'all, I know y'all, I done been on a party line. I done did a whole bunch of party line stuff. Um, From going to see these dudes. And one time I seen the dude, y'all pull off. I couldn't take it no more. I just... I pulled off. He was so ugly, y'all. I pulled off. And then uh, another one I met on the party line, y'all. The boy ended up being a juvenile. Now, mind you, I'm 20 years old at this point. The boy was 16 years old. The boy lied and told me he was 21. But that's going to be for another day. I'm going to take y'all for another day because his friends exposed him. Baby, I was on Dante Street in in Holly Grove. And we was all in the middle of the flu. And then they was like, man, you might as well tell her. And I was like, what? This nigga 16 years old. But I'm going to have to build that story up to y'all another time. But not today. Not next week. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be another story. But y'all got to, I got another story for y'all next week when story time come. And this is time when I was really going out. I was really in the streets heavy. And me and my friend, 
me and my friend, I'm going to put a name on here for next week. I'm going to call in and I'm going to put on here when we went to Caesars and we got robbed. We're going to say that story for next, for Wednesday. We're going to say that for Wednesday. But that is it with the story time. Y'all call me and tell me about y'all story time because I really want to put it on here. And I want to, you know, share y'all experience with the world. So we'll be back with the outro and stay tuned. Alright y'all, I'm back with that outro. I just want to tell y'all, I so, 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 so appreciate you all listening to my episode tonight. And make sure y'all check out episode one if you have not checked that out yet. Make sure you share it. Make sure you download the Spotify app. It's also on there. And it's also right here on your Anchor app. I'm trying to get in so I can get enough followers. So I can start getting some followers and start making some money. And start doing some better content so I can have a studio and stuff, y'all. Come on, help your girl out. Help me out. I'm trying. And I'm trying to get people on. I'm trying to get some guests on. I'm trying to take the content further than what it is. So, y'all make sure y'all tune in on Wednesdays and Fridays. That's when I'm going to do my podcast on Wednesdays and Fridays. And it's going to drop at 9 o'clock p.m. Central Time every Wednesday and every Friday. Okay? But I want to tell y'all again, thank you. I appreciate listening to you. Y'all, please, love on your people while they're still here. We got too much going on right now in the world. We got people still killing each other. We got people still holding animosity towards each other. We have people dying from this virus. One day you're here, the next day you're gone. If I don't see you, if I haven't talked to you, just know that I love you. My love is genuine. And when it, Especially when it, if, if I don't fool with you, I just don't fool with you. But my people know where my heart is at all times. I like to be by myself. I like to keep to myself some stuff. I don't like to, to put out some stuff. I do. I have to marinate. I have to let it marinate for a while before I can actually spill it out. Okay? So, like I say, love your people while they are still here. All the drama that you have with other people, it is not worth it to have that on your heart. Trust me because demons are real. Demons are real. You don't want those demons on you. You don't want to be fighting them all your life. So let that shit go. Let it go. I don't have no beef with nobody. It's clean slate. I don't have no beef. I'm not beefing behind no man. I'm not beefing behind no money. I'm not beefing behind what nobody said about me. Okay? It's gone. It's dust in the wind. If you don't like me, you just don't like me. That's your personal feelings. That's your personal choice. I don't have nothing to do with that. But anyway, I'm going to go ahead on and end this now. Y'all be cool out there, okay? Y'all enjoy y'all weekend, and I will hear from you guys on Wednesday. Peace.